Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Normally on our daily financial news, I do these from my phone. Uh, the camera is frankly a little bit better, but I got lost in signing offers this morning. If you've been following my channel for any length of time, you know that I like to do a deal of the decade between Thanksgiving and New Year's. And uh, I've been working with uh, my uh, agent in Fresno, and uh, I was signing offers this morning. And frankly, I lost track of time. I was, uh, I was excited about it. So again, what am I doing this morning? Pretty much like I do every year, I have a list of properties because I have a buy box. Uh, I have a list of properties that I am being very aggressive on. And yes, I will give you some numbers. Uh, but the whole idea is I am trying to fish for a motivated seller that would like to close by Christmas. So I have found a couple of properties that smell like there may be opportunity. And we wrote offers this morning. As an example, one of the offers I wrote is on an estate property. Uh, it is. Um, Kind of what you would expect from an estate property. It is well lived in. Uh, it has just enough stuff wrong with it, so it will not go FHA. Uh, if it, you know, basically the uh, the children who inherited it uh, do not have the money to do the repairs that an FHA buyer would require. Uh, it is in a nice area of town. Not the best, not the worst, uh, but would be a solid rental. Uh, it was listed for $270,000, and um, I wrote an offer for 200 k cash, close in 10 days. So again, I will do this over and over and over again, probably for the next, probably till about December 10th or 12th, trying to find that one or two opportunities where I can get a discount because I have the financial strength and ability to close quickly. So again... Always like to keep you up to date on what I am doing. Uh, so I was doing that this morning, making sure my agent has those signed offers. And again, I apologize. I was two minutes late. You know, I got stuck writing offers. Uh, a couple of quick things to note. Uh, yesterday, I announced uh, some Christmas gifts or packages uh, that are um, that I'm putting together. Thank you for all the interest. I've got them set aside already. I am waiting for the wrapping paper to show up. Yes, folks, One Rental at a Time has wrapping paper now. Uh, the team I've started to pay for my thumbnails and Instagram and all of these things went above and beyond and actually created wrapping paper with all the quotes uh, that we talk about here on One Rental at a Time. So uh, I bought a bunch of it. Frankly, any gift that comes from me going forward is going to be wrapped in that because it's it's just wrapping paper. It's not Christmas paper. It's wrapping paper. So pretty excited about that. So if you've uh, signed up for that, uh, your, your books are set aside. 
as soon as I get the wrapping paper, I will personally wrap it and send that off. And then lastly, uh, if you don't know, I do have a podcast called One Rental at a Time. It is essentially audio versions of what we do on here on it is what we do here on YouTube. Uh, it is about to have two million listens. Uh, we will likely hit two million listens next week. So I just wanted to thank each and every one of you that listen to the podcast. And if you don't know, it's there. You can go check it out. Uh, it is growing quite rapidly. So uh, have fun with that. So this morning, uh, as I talked about last Friday, uh, last Friday was a half day of trading. The professionals were enjoying their four-day holiday and the kids were running the shop. The kids let fear take over. Uh, so I'm curious if anybody bought the dip. I actually asked you that over the weekend. Some of you did. Lo and behold, we didn't have any freak out or any additional really news to worry about. And lo and behold, uh, fear is retreating from the market. Certainly not over. We will talk about that next because there is something going on that you and I must watch. Uh, but yeah, the kids, uh, the kids got spooked on Friday, if you will. So I'm just curious, if you bought the dip, congratulations, you're probably doing very, very well. Uh, obviously, the virus is still out there, lots of unknowns. Uh, we need to assume it's already here. Uh, lots of early talk about it possibly being more transferable, but less um, less bad. Does that make sense? Uh, but again, I at this point, we don't know what we don't know, and there's just lots of guessing. But in the end, as I said over the weekend, haven't we learned that this is going to kind of be a yearly thing? I mean, are we going to be freaked out every time a new Greek alphabet comes out? I don't know. Oil up, Bitcoin up, travel stocks up, all these things. So pretty cool. Uh, don't know if you are, uh, um, I don't know if you leverage bigger pockets, uh, but about a dozen of you, maybe 15 of you, sent me a note either on Instagram, uh, a couple of you direct email, and I think I even got a text on this. It looks like Brandon Turner has leaving bigger pockets. Many of you asked, uh, what do I think? Um, you know, the note was very, it, Brandon Turner's note, because I think he posted it on Instagram, <clears throat> basically said, hey, thank you for my time. I love what I've done. I want to spend more time with family. I want to surf more. You know, all of those things. To me, it was a classic CEO departure I'm not saying Brandon was the CEO. I'm saying other CEOs say the same thing. I've been in this industry a long time. Basically, what you're seeing is there is a uh, behind-the-scenes agreement that Brandon won't say anything bad, and Bigger Pockets won't say anything bad. So they're going to part friends, and um, you know there's an agreement there. Why did he do it? I think Brandon has uh, reached a point where he is. He is his own ecosystem. Uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, but uh, Brandon Turner doesn't make as much as he could on his book sales, right? Bigger Pockets essentially has become a publishing house. Bigger Pockets keeps a lion's share of the dollars. So every book Brandon produces going forward, he is going to make more money on it. And don't be confused, he is going to be writing like a madman. He may even be doing iterations. Because uh, he could make a lot more being self-published. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if after meeting with Graham Stephan, yes, he was with Graham Stephan yesterday in Hawaii, uh, that he creates a YouTube channel the day after he leaves. Because uh, I think he leaves at the end of the year. Uh, 
So quite simply said, Brandon Turner left because he could make more money. Brandon Turner left because he could raise more money. He wants to buy a billion dollars in real estate, and I'm sure there were handcuffs or constraints at bigger pockets that he wants to throw away and do his own thing. So Brandon Turner is um, he's going to be fun to watch. Uh, he he uh, he will um, yeah he's going to be fun to watch uh, and yeah. And now we get to see how big, how deep the bench is at Bigger Pockets. I'm sure it is wildly deep. I'm David Green is going to pick up Lion's Share and others. So uh, I think it's good for both parties. Uh, I don't see, I don't see any red flags. Uh, some people ask, do I see this as the downfall of Bigger Pockets? No, I don't. Brandon Turner is awesome. He's great. He's huge. But Bigger Pockets is bigger, huger. I'm not even sure if that's a word. Probably isn't. But hopefully you get the idea. Uh, next up, Bill Ackman. If you know my story, I'm not a big fan of Bill Ackman. Bill Ackman made a billion dollars because he scared everyone in April of 2020. He said, Hilton's going to zero. Hell is coming. Get out. And uh, people did. And lo and behold, he made a billion dollars scaring people. Now, lo and behold, he's out this morning saying, oh, the virus actually could be good for the market. It could be this. It could be that. And guess what? Bill Ackman is long restaurants, long travel, long this, long that. So where he wanted to scare everybody before, he wants to do the other thing today. I truly wish CNBC would stop putting him on Bloomberg. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Um, not a huge, yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. You sold your soul. You sold your soul for a billion dollars. So at least you got paid. But damn, why do we keep going back to the same? It's not cool. Don't know if you saw this news this morning. Not sure if it's fake news, but apparently Jack Dorsey has plans to uh, leave Twitter. Uh, if he didn't this morning, I bet he does this afternoon because the stock jumped 10%. As a CEO of a company, if, if it comes out that you're leaving and the stock goes up, that's probably a sign that uh, it is time to go. What I wanted to talk about this virus, because again, it's 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 uh, just part of the process or part of the environment today uh, in most of the world. But we do need to realize that China, China treats is at least currently treating this virus or any of these viruses very, very different. And if you don't know, China makes a lot of stuff. And if they continually have zero tolerance and shut things down at the earliest whisper, it will roil our supply chain. It will cause inflation. It will continue to be bad for years to come. For example, Shanghai, major city, major financial city, in the um, in China, had three, 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 one, two, three cases. They shut down. Uh, five, they canceled 500 flights. They closed schools, and they suspended hospital operations. Three cases. They will, if they're doing that over three cases, they will certainly shut down manufacturing lines. They will certainly shut down shipping, both on and off. Uh, 
China's reaction to this virus and their zero tolerance, which is their full right to do whatever they want, as it is our right to do what we want, so we, it is what it is, is going to be a problem. It is going to be a problem. And uh, supply chains are bad now. And if China continues to do this through the winter, they're not going to get better. They can't. We need to manufacture stuff elsewhere. That's what we need to do. But that takes time. It takes time to make manufacturing plants and operations and agreements. So pretty, pretty interesting. Lots of talk around Fed rate hikes. I got one for lots and one for none. We will talk about both. First off, there is an article out that inflation is uh, taking uh, taking over, specifically wage inflation, and one person is calling for six Fed rate hikes by 2024. That is uh, that may sound like a lot, but you got to realize that's 25 months away. In addition to that, they are talking about six quarter point raises, so we go from about zero to one and a half. Um. That's, uh, that's a slow and moderate pace. I actually think that is, um, I don't know if I see six rate hikes, but if you follow my channel, you know, I think the first rate hike is going to be half a point. Uh, so I think, I think we get to one and a half. We just get there in a different way. If you know what I mean? Then there is uh, folks calling for no rate hikes next year. I think that is, um, unlikely. Uh, but the article was actually titled rate hike, no rate hikes, or wait, what does it say? Rate hikes up 22. Don't bet on it. And I read that and I'm like, well, I already did bet on it. Dion and I have a bet that rates go up. Dion bet. No, I bet. Yes. So sorry, Mr. And it was from Barron's. Barron's, I already bet on it. So I think they're going up. Next up, pending home sales crash. Just kidding. That's what JK stands for. Just kidding. Uh, pending home sales rocketed up. And this is for October. Uh, this is typically a slowdown. Uh, they were up 7.5% uh, month on month. They were up in all four regions, uh, most notably in the Midwest, weakest in the West. Um, this is in the face of higher prices, higher rates. Rates started at th under 3%. They finished it at 322 so just like I keep telling you, rates going up at a measured pace will pull demand forward. Mom and dad will get off the sidelines and buy a home. Yes, pending home sales are up, up, up. Now they are down 1.3% year on year, mainly because of inventory. Inventory is down. So again, why are pending home sales up? even though rates are up almost 10%. First off, it's what I told you would happen. Second, you have to look at the entire picture. Rents are skyrocketing. As rents skyrocket, the trade-off between ownership and renting becomes less of an issue. And second, people want to lock in that 30-year rates before they get too far away. It happens every single time. So for those of you looking for lower prices as rates go up, Bad news, folks. Rates are going to go up at a measured pace. It will actually pull forward demand. And third, and most importantly, wages are going up faster. I don't know why people don't re why people refuse to admit the 1970s. 
Rates had went up 300 basis points. Prices went up 106%. That's not supposed to be possible if you believe to leave these kids on YouTube. But why did it happen? Wages. Wages went up 91%. And we are in the environment of wage inflation. If your mortgage payment goes up 100 bucks, but your monthly income goes up 500, you don't care. The house is more affordable. Everybody who talks about price or interest rates and doesn't mention wages needs to be ignored. Stop watching their videos. They are telling you an incomplete picture and not looking at the entire economic event. Price, rates, income. All three. Uh, what else? Oh, one more thing. Uh, talking about the Chinese real estate market. Again, these are predictions that I've made and they are coming true. One third of real estate agents in China have already left the business or are looking to leave. This is exactly what happened in our great recession, right? You couldn't make any money. Uh, what I would tell real estate agents in China, if you want to limp through this because it will take years. I would focus on leasing, right? Take Try to take some of these vacant units and lease slash rent them, make a couple of bucks and get to the other side because ultimately what will happen in China, in my opinion here, is you will have 50% less real estate agents. Real estate will find a floor eventually. It always does. And then just like in the US, you will have years, if not a decade, to really take advantage of the system. So again, folks, lots of stuff going on. I still am tickled pink uh, that one rental at a time now has wrapping paper. What channel has wrapping paper? I just think that is so funny. Uh, it puts a big smile on my face. If you want to go check it out, onerentalatatime.com. Pick the menu bar of store uh, and you will see them there. I can't wait to show you them. I bought them. I paid extra to get them uh, here quicker. Uh, express shipping. So yeah, I, uh, I'm i kind of excited. I got to tell you. So at the end of the day, it is Monday. I want you to have a wonderful day. Sorry I was a couple minutes late, but hey, I'm trying to write some offers to buy some property. Take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.